Here we are, and we've got another one of Jesus' parables, one of his little pithy stories about the kingdom of God. And again, it's about seed. So we're looking at uh, Mark chapter 4 and verse 13. Again, he said, that's Jesus said, what shall we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what parable shall we use to describe it? It is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants, with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. With many similar parables, Jesus spoke the word to them, as much as they could understand. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. But when he was alone with his own disciples, he explained everything. Another beautiful little parable. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, another one of these just simple ones, isn't it? That is so easy to understand. And uh, Jesus is a master teacher. The way he can take ordinary everyday pictures and just turn them into great spiritual lessons. Um, If anyone's been watching our evening services, you'll know that one of the things we do is something called Family Matters. And uh, the reason we have those Family Matters slots is so that we can keep up to date with the church family. And uh, one of the highlights for us is seeing the kids. And uh, it's amazing with even the youngest kids how over this lockdown period of a few months, how they grow, how they grow. And uh, some of them think, look, he's grown, or look at his language, or he's so much bigger now. And of course, to, to the parents, um, that, that growth is um, imperceivable sometimes, you know, because they see them every day and they just grow a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But when you look at them as parents, you don't really notice. But it's only when somebody else looks and says, wow, haven't they grown, haven't they grown? And I think Jesus is saying that the kingdom of God is a little bit like that and this business of sowing the word of God, that that as we just do it week by week, faithfully preaching, teaching, trying to reach out, the growth is often pretty small and it's quite hard to notice, really. But, you you know, you look back in, in over a longer period of time, you think, wow, look at what God has done here. There's a church that's been built that wasn't. There's people that know the Lord that didn't. And it's grown and become fruitful. And you, and you think of, you know, the disciples at, at the beginning of Acts. You know, it's just a, a handful of uh, quivering, ordinary people. Um, who could have imagined that 2,000 years later there'd be many billions of Christians around the world? And so day to day, like the mustard seed, the growth is slow. But as you look, as you look, it, it turns into something awesome, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's definitely a lesson from it. Uh, I think the other thing is that, that very often at the time it, it can look quite pathetic. Yeah. I mean, I always remember a, a preacher in London, Dick Lucas, preaching on this. And uh, he was very posh. And I remember him saying about the little mustard seed, it's a tiny little mustard seed on your hand, blow it away, blow it away, <laughs> and you can't even see it. You know, it's just it's sort yeah. of silly. And um, I, I think I think that's what it's like. It's like those dandelion seeds. They're tiny, they float around. But you know when you're driving along and you suddenly see that they've actually planted in the road mm. and they've split the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's using that sort of imagery, isn't it? This pathetic little message. You don't still believe in the message of the Lord Jesus Christ, do you? Mm-hmm. Aren't there other messages around? Isn't it psychology that should, mm-hmm. we should understand? Aren't there better stories? You know, what about the Greek myths? We should go down and read those stories. Aren't they better than the? But in the end, it's this message that not only breaks the ground and grows a dirty great tree, mm-hmm. it brings life. Mm-hmm. So a bird is flapping along yes. and thinks, whoa, I'll make my nest there. Yeah. 
and uh, there, there's just life coming from this insignificant message. Yeah, there is, and I think I think that is true um, of of the, the the gospel message across the world um, and the way it continues to grow. And I think it's also like the parable of the sower in a sense. It's also true of the individual Christian. This parable, isn't it? That that when when the seed, the mustard seed of the word of God, is planted into an individual human heart, you know, it, the Lord begins to bring life in that individual, and um, that's why becoming a Christian is described elsewhere in the Bible as, as as becoming, you know, like the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. You know, that their lives begin to become trees. They yes. become patient, self-controlled and yes. kind and loving. And so that they as individuals are exhibiting all kinds of life-giving fruit in the community. Yeah, and, and as, as you say, Christians grow. Yeah. And to, and to bring that life. We're, we're not pot noodles. No. Where you just instantly pour hot water on and it's, it's sort of done. <laughs> yeah. It takes time to grow, yeah. and uh, you know, but it does grow, mm. and it will bring life. Mm. And, and I think back to your first point is that we just keep uh, plodding on, as it were, you know, growing in the Lord, and before you know it, you know, you've you've produced life mm. all over the place, and that's what godly people do, isn't it? You get a godly old man or a godly old lady, and they've been Christians for 50, 60 years. And you stand back and, you know, they've, they've never done anything in one sense that the world would say, fantastic, you know, let's get them into Hollywood, let's give them all kinds of um, no, no, celebrations. Yeah. But actually their life has brought life mm. to so many people, hasn't mm. it? Absolutely. It's yeah. an amazing parable. It, it is, it is, yeah. And at the end there, it kind of concludes, doesn't it, this little bit of parables. You know, with many similar parables, Jesus spoke to the word them as much as they could understand. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. Um, so this is something that he said earlier in chapter four, that there's something there's something incredible about the message of the kingdom coming in this parable form, which to some will be a form of judgment and it will cloud their understanding. But to those who seek the explanation, like the disciples, it will be a fantastic vehicle of revelation. You know, these, these natural pictures from the world around as they come to Jesus saying, explain it, the light things. And they'll start to see truth in nature and in farming. Yeah. And, and Jesus is just going to teach them these amazing things. And, and, and the difference between the two groups is not that one is more intelligent and understands what Jesus says because we've got philosophy degree. No. Um, and others don't. It's that you come to Jesus. So he is the explanation. He's the one who explains. Yeah. Great. See you next time.